Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's going on, my fellow champs? It is Justin with the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host. You can find me on Twitter at pigskin underscore jgonzo. Sitting across from me, as always, is my best friend, Derek Bordeaux. You can find him at pigskin underscore drock. Derek, how we doing tonight, brother? I'm doing, I'm doing good, man. Doing much better than yesterday. Hell yeah, man. I know root, you were in a root, little bit of pain. Root canals are crazy it's all right bro because you know what we get to do today what we're gonna talk a little bit about Najee harris oh is that what we're doing today yes sir we're doing another fantasy rundown let's go tonight talking all about Najee harris and how he's going to implement the fantasy implement himself into the fantasy football world in 2021 let's break it down what the hell is a rundown we just need that rundown by as soon as possible okay just get it right yeah gotcha of course we're going to dive in to the rundown. I'll be exhausted because it's like a triathlon. All right, man. Najee Harris, one of the biggest names in the NFL draft, one of the biggest names in fantasy football as a rookie right now. Let's go. The 6'2", 230-pound running back out of the University of Alabama uh, got drafted at the number 24th overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I mean, what what else is there to say about this dude? The dude can do it all. He's a heck of a pass catcher. He can run very elusive, very physical, huge running back. It's like everything that you want. It looks like he's gliding, running, <laughs> yeah, running dude. on the ground. It's 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 and incredible. All these like all these training, all these videos coming out of the voluntary workouts for rookie camps and all that stuff. He looks he's smooth. looking looking really good, brother. Uh, all right, man. He did have, though, we're going to cover a little bit about his health. He did have a little bit of an ankle issue after the national championship game. He was cleared by the NFL medical staff. The injury shouldn't affect his 2021 season, but ankle issues for RBs are no joke. Keep this in mind. All right. So you, it's very, very iffy about those ankles. You know, <laughs> once they start yeah. to go, it's rough. I mean, my ankles hurt just walking in the door today. You can only imagine. So, yeah, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's talk about the the offense that he's walking into, right? So, in 2020, the Steelers ranked 15th in passing with, you know, they had Big Ben, over 4,000 yards. Their rushing attack, not so much. Okay, 32nd in yards, 28th in attempts. 32nd in yards per attempt. Their offensive line was 17th overall per PFF, 18, 18th in points per drive, 30th in plays, 27th in yards. Man, this this offense was Big Ben in the shotgun, takes a snap, throws it three yards in front of him, and that's that's the offense. Yep. And they they didn't do anything else. They didn't even. I mean, they were 28th in rush attempts. They didn't even try. They barely tried to run the ball. So. You know, we'll see. I mean, they had what James Conner, they had Benny Snell. I mean, that that should that tell you all yeah. you need to know about this rushing attack. Najee Harris is walking in 
and is a very capable guy. I mean, you just look at some of his college stats. I mean, he had a 70th percentile college dominator, so he was used a lot by Alabama. They used him pretty much every facet of the game. His college target share was a 90th percentile, which is really good too. So and he can catch the ball. He can run the rock. He can do it all. He can pass block, whatever. He runs really good routes. Watching him rip apart my Florida Gators in the SEC title game was a bittersweet time, you know, because, you know, you saw his draft stock explode. But at the same time, you know, my college team was getting just <laughs> shredded, ripped apart by Najee Harris. Him lining up on at outside wide receiver, running little slant routes and catching touchdowns. And it was just, it was a great performance by him. He had a great career. He's walking into a situation where, yeah, they weren't that great last year, but he's going to be the guy. He is. They're not, he's not going to cede touches to Benny Snell and James Conner. Like we all know, has moved on to Arizona. Yeah. So and wheels up. Another thing is, you know, they were 28th in rushing attempts, and they were number one in passing attempts. All right, Big Ben threw for 656 times last you know last year and that like you said it was that was their offense they, it's not sustainable like, no it's not not at happen. his age no. not at his not with his arm it's not sustainable now you, he they did lead the league in, in pass attempts but most a lot of those were short tar, short throws oh, for like sure. he's not we that's say, why Deontay Johnson was so viable last year because he was catching 14 passes a game yeah like you know like ppr he was amazing but this is is a very big difference between you know them throwing 656 pass attempts versus atlanta the year before throwing over 600 pass attempts where they were completing balls deep down the field with different receivers and stuff like that ben does not have that that's that that in his game anymore so I strongly believe that they're going to lean on Najee Harris, and I think he's going to get a huge workload. And 2021 could be a really good year for Najee Harris. So, uh, you, you know, talking about the opportunity, you know, James Conner finished as the RB25 in 13 games played. He current, gone. <laughs> current competition on the roster. Talking about vacated t- carries and targets. Benny Snell, RB58. Anthony McFarlane, non-existent. Kalen Balaj, Bro. Don't talk to me about Kalen Balaj. Why did you put his name in here, Justin? He's on the depth chart, bro. Proje- they <laughs> okay. brought him in. Uh, he projects to be a three-down back. Uh, you know, Mike Tomlin's a guy that loves his bell cow running backs. I mean, you look, Le'Veon Bell was a bell cow running back like that. <laughs> and then James Conner, the year that Le'Veon Bell held out, James Conner was the guy. He was the bell cow. He was the guy getting all the touches, receiving, rushing, everything. Uh, they didn't have a committee. That's not Mike Tomlin's style. So, hey, man, Najee going to be in, thrust into that role. Okay? Yes, sir. Um, they did lose pound, uh, one of their offensive linemen, their center, Marquise Pouncey. Marquise Pouncey. They have four projected new offensive line starters, um, which could be good. I mean, you look at their offensive line last year, ranked 17th per PFF, middle of the pack team. But watching them on film, they were not getting push running the football. You can see it clear as day. Yes, they may be the 17th, but a lot of that, I think, is propped up by them having a short a short passing game, getting the ball out quick, not giving up sacks, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully the new starters will help this offensive line get some push and give Najee Harris some value. 
Uh, as far as contract goes, uh, Najee Harris projects to sign a four-year contract with a fifth-year option, probably in the ballpark of um, Spotrax has $13 million, so anywhere in that range. Uh, but the fifth-year option is pretty important because you're going to get five years of Najee Harris. Okay, They're going to pick up his option as long as he plays well and he stays healthy. They're going to pick it up. And then, honestly, they might franchise tag him after that, too. You see how they played Le'Veon Bell. You see what they did to him. Mm-hmm. So if you draft Najee Harris and you're in a keeper league or a dynasty league, you're looking at a five-year starter minimum as long as he stays healthy. So, hey, man, love the guy. Uh, all the other running backs on the roster, small contracts, under under a million dollars, not worried about any of those guys, especially Benny Snail. Okay, not worried about that guy. So, as tradition now on this, I guess you can call it tradition, right? It's our second episode of the yeah, series, man. right? We're going to continue on with it. Justin, we're going to play stud stash or pass. Najee Harris, is he an every week start no matter what? Or is he a guy that you are streaming if streaming running backs is a thing? Or are you passing on him completely like an idiot? What are you doing, Justin? Stud, stash, or pass? All right, man. So I am 100% on Team Najee. I think this man is about to be really, really great for fantasy football. I definitely am going to consider him a stud this year. Now, let me kind of let you know why I'm thinking this way and what's going to happen. So I already alluded to this earlier, is they were number one in passing attempts. Threw the ball 656 times. They were 15th in yards for passing. They were 28th in attempts. This is all stuff that you alluded to earlier. That's not going to sustain. This is exactly why when we went chumps or champs and we covered the AFC North, I labeled the Pittsburgh Steelers a chump because I don't think that they're going to be able to sustain three top 25 wide receivers. I don't think Chase Claypool, who is that deep threat guy and stretches a field and he's just a vertical guy and a big body guy, I don't think that Big Ben's throwing it to him like that. You know, uh, Deontay Johnson's going to take a hit because he's not going to sustain what he's doing. I don't think that this whole offense, I think, is going to change a little bit. And I think Najee's going to be the beneficiary from it. Najee is going to be, like we said, a Le'Veon Bell type of a running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to be used in the short game passing. He's going to be given all the all the opportunities. You know, they, they've done that. They did it with Benny Snell. They did it with Anthony McFarlane. It's, there's a reason why they chose Najee at pick 24. Mm. They could have done other stuff. They could have gotten them an O-lineman. They could have gotten all that stuff. There's a reason why they're like, I want this guy. And there's even a video from last year, like uh, Mike Tomlin talking to Chase Young. He's like, I don't want to ever lose enough games to get a guy like you. I feel like they got a guy that can make an impact on the offensive side like Chase Young made on the defensive side last year, but it fell in their laps. Mm. People just don't take running backs that early, with especially with all the talent that was their wide receiver and, and quarterback this year. Like they've something just fell into their laps. And I really think that this man has the possibility of being a top 10 fantasy option this year, especially with the PPR bump and, and half PPR. bump. I think he gets, you know, whatever it is, five targets a game, six targets a game, get a couple 
passes, you know, he's going to be utilized and implemented into this offense, and he's going to be a stud. I can can easily see him getting over 300 touches in year one. Yeah. And whether whatever mix that is of of rushing and and receiving, 300 touches, 300 touches. 18 to 20 touches a game. Yeah. Easy. Easy. If he he has 18 rush attempts and six targets, I'd be – I mean, I'd just be floored. I'd I think be he's, so happy. I think he's going to be Big Ben's best friend this year. Oh, 100%. I, 100%. I, I can see it. You know, like you were talking about, you know, they are not going to sustain the type of offense that they had last year. I mean, that's just that's just obvious. If you watch it, they were not that successful with that style of offense. You saw them start the year 11-0, and and the wheels fell off. Arguably, the wheels were falling off in the beginning as well. Like, they were like the wobbly... The wobbly wheel you see driving down the highway, right? Man, their offense is going to be so much different this year than it was last year. I can see them running a lot more, using play action. I mean, Big Ben is still – I mean, it's probably going to be a lot of shotgun stuff, to be honest. Big Ben still doesn't look like he can take a snap under center anymore. He spent the majority of the year in a shotgun last year, right? I don't know what's wrong with his hips. I know the dude's getting old. Uh, but – I mean, you're just going to see Najee Harris getting the ball play after play after play after play. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready for it, man. I have him as my RB10 in redraft going into 2021. Where is he at in your rankings? I got him at wide, or wide receiver. I got him at running back. <laughs> <laughs> I got him at running back 11 right now. Okay. Uh, just because... I, I, there's just guys that not I a like. huge, just not a huge difference in ranking. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but there's just, just, just guys I can't put them ahead. The guys that have proven it on the NFL field, guys that I know are going to get the work, even if some are coming off of injury. You know, I, I, I just have to. I gotta put. And it And I in hope there. that it's clear that I, I chose. I'm choosing stud. Oh yeah, absolutely. I forgot to answer the question directly, absolutely. but it's clear that it's, that he's going to be a stud. I think that. Number one, he's not going to play against, you know, one of the elite rushing defenses is his own team, right? So he doesn't have to play the Steelers twice. He doesn't have to play the Browns. But outside of that, I mean, you're going to start him every week. Like yeah, He's going to get the work. He's, he's going to be useful in fantasy football. As long as he stays healthy, you can ride Najee Harris. Absolutely. To I would promise love land. to have Najee as an RB, too. Would love it. Like, I mean, would you, know you okay? So, would you be okay with him if he was your number one running back? Let's say you have a eight to 12 yes, pick in the first round. But I round. need to have so if I'm getting Najee, I'm getting him at like the second round. Okay. I don't mind getting him at the turn. So, like, if I'm walking away in the first two rounds and I get a and I get a an Adams and Najee somehow or Tyreek and Najee, or even Kelsey and Najee. Like, if I have a definitive player on another position that's, like, tier one in their position and makes a difference every week, week in and week out, and, you know, they face, you know, the Browns did get tough. You know, they got tough on that defensive front. The Baltimore's always tough in the defensive front. So, say those four games and, you know, somehow he's not producing at that level that we're just – hoping for where it's Christian McCaffrey every year or every week. Like Christian McCaffrey played what three games got 30 points every game. Like 
I'm not expecting that type of level work, but I'm consistently like a 20 point outing or something like that. You know, Dalvin Cook type numbers. Yeah, is what we're expecting, and I think that's the ceiling for him is Dalvin Cook. But he can give you a floor of someone like a Chris Carson or even like a DeAndre Swift. So you know your your floors. I I still think his floor is maybe top 15, top 20 running back. I I don't see him following that, like following that low. I I just I just don't. I I agree. the The volume alone will not. He will not fall outside of. I I mean, top 15 might be as a floor might be a little too high, but maybe top 24. There's no way he's falling outside top 24 with that with that volume. Yeah. So. I completely agree, man. Uh, Najee Harris, as long as he gets the volume, the one thing that you know you kind of spoke to with, you know, if he is more like a DeAndre Swift or a Chris Carson, that means that the passing game, the passing down work, is going to somebody else. Now, in Pittsburgh's situation, I don't think that the passing game work would go to another running back. My concern would be, is it the passing game work that? Najee should get is now going to a quick game with Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju, because Ben can't throw it that far down the field. I mean, we'll see. I hope that Najee is in, is incorporated in the passing game, you know, routes out of the backfield and stuff like that. I think that it would add another dimension to this Pittsburgh offense because you saw they were just they just they were just running short routes the whole the whole time. The defense has figured them out really quick and that's yeah. when they start losing games. So I mean, I hope that they lean on Najee. Please lean on Najee Harris. Mike Domlin, if you're freaking listening, <laughs> lean on my guy. Lean on me when you're not. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what we're doing here. Okay. All right, guys. That's going to be it for us today. Stay tuned for more fantasy rundowns here all off season long. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate the love and support. We couldn't do it. We wouldn't do it without helping people out. So continue to follow us on all of our social media. Follow Justin on Twitter at pigskin underscore Jay Gonzo. Follow myself at pigskin underscore D Rock. And also follow the show at pigskin champs. Thank you guys again for listening and appreciate the support. We will see y'all next week when we come back with another fantasy football pigskin champ edition. All right, guys, y'all have a great one. See ya. <laughs>